Boom, boom, boom. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is uh, the J&J. Uh, we back for another one. Uh, episode, like, what, 56, 54? Somewhere around there in the yeah, 50s 55, now? something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back on it. Week seven. Good football. Bad football. A lot of boring football. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, let's... How we, how we doing, my guy? Chavelas, how we doing? Pretty good, bro. I know you're on a little vacation, so, you know, we had to wait, but... <laughs> Hey, I, I, to be quite honest with you, um, you know, it was a well-needed vacation, and I, I feel like I picked the best weekend to go because um, you and I talked about this off the air. Not that much football, really, to, to be watching this past Sunday. It was a good couple good games, really, but overall, I think this was kind of the the, the, the weaker week out of all the weeks that we're going to have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, it's not all like this next week. You know, we're going to get some teams back, but. Yeah, I was pretty bored. I'm like, man, I stayed home for this shit. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, know, but that was odd, man. a lot of teams were on by, right? Do you know how many off the top? Yeah, of it was Steelers, Chargers, Cowboys. Uh, off the top, Bills. That's a lot of offense right there that we're missing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But there's a lot of teams on by, so. Yeah, my fantasy team was hurting, not going to lie. But yeah, until I got my bye. first L. Yeah, we survive hey, right behind you in our league, baby. Right there, creeping up. Uh, it's not good. I got the tiebreaker. We'll see. Yes, sir. But now, yeah, let's. <laughs> I mean, let's get to it. You know, we had a couple of games, um, like you said, that were pretty good. Um, let's knock out this Chiefs Titans one though. This is kind of the surprise uh, game for me. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, but honestly, like no, before, before we talk about it, I mean, if we would have done predictions, you know. Um, off the air stuff like that. I would have, I would have picked the Titans. Really, I would have picked the Titans to win. Um, I just think right now they're the hotter team. But man, I, I didn't think they were gonna actually like, you know, take care of business on the Chiefs. You know, really. So, right. Um, right. So I, I don't, I don't think that prediction would have been bad. You know, like the Chiefs are struggling, but the way they just manhandled them all game, like on both sides of the ball, you can't play fucking disengaged like you guys are not the world beaters you guys are used to being you know and it's just it's shocking like if you were to watch that game back like there was a couple plays and I was telling um one of my I was telling my cousin because he's a Lakers fan I was like yo bro like this is the 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 NFL version of the Lakers like they look very disengaged they look very lackadaisical they don't want to play defense like Chris Jones looked like LeBron James on some of the plays of playing defense I'm like bro like you guys cannot drop these games. You can't go on these losing streets. And exactly. I, I don't know. I was, I was just shocked. Like, the, the sense of urgency is very, it's fading away very quickly in Kansas City. And I'm just shocked to see it so quickly. It's like we're game seven going into game eight, and you guys are playing like that. Like, yeesh. No, I mean, to, uh, there, I mean, obviously, we could point out a lot of things. Mahomes getting hurt. Obviously, is a big one. Uh, oh, but that was at the end, though. You can't put that in the whole game. Yeah, I mean, like, you're right. He, he you're looks right. sloppy, sloppy. He is playing terrible right now. Well, that's the thing I was going to connect it to. I mean, is is the we talk about the defense? I know you brought it up. I mean, you kind of got me got me to watch it more more carefully since week one. You you brought it up. Great, you know, shout out to you for that. Defense is trash. Obviously, you know, Derrick Henry's a beast overall against anybody. Um, but to me, the one thing that's still kind of just sticking to me, um, just as much as the defense is the offensive line. Um, I did read a stat, um, I think it was yesterday. Um, the, the Titans really, 
they didn't blitz at all. They didn't blitz on Mahomes, and 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 for them to still generate pressure like they did, it's it's a red flag really for the Chiefs. Like, right. like if the if the Titans can really pressure Mahomes without using any extra extra like DBs or linebackers to come out there and get them, that's a win for the Titans, especially yeah. um on, on you know on, a, on an explosive offense like the Chiefs. So like this is something we need to keep an eye on. I know the defense is never going to improve really, but this offensive line needs to do better and. You know, ESPN and everybody wants to blame the O line, which of course they're 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 a big reason to be for these L's. But like, you know, it, it's also on Mahomes. Like you brought it up, and I kind of want yeah. you to really talk about that a little bit more because I didn't so, see the game really. You know, so you real know quick, so, like you brought it up right now, the O line. I'm very surprised. Maybe Baltimore knew something we didn't because Orlando Brown is getting cooked these games. I mean, he is not looking like the promising left tackle that I thought he would be, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like a revolving door. I don't know. Every time Harold Landry, um, I mean, you could play anybody. Simmons was on the edge sometimes, and he would just get burnt every single time. I'm like, bro, like, like you said, they're not blitzing, and they can't block. Like, they, they spent a lot of money on this whole line, and a lot of assets were put into this. Right. So, to me, it's crazy that they're not stepping up like I thought they would. I thought they had one of the best own lines in the offseason. And now it's just looking like like a practice spot out there. I don't know. It's crazy. But Mahomes, I mean, I, I think, you know, and I've seen this a lot, and I think it's true. Like, um, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, everybody's going to figure out Lamar. I feel like everybody figured out Andy Reid. I mean, his play calling is just very pedestrian. It's not pedestrian. I want to say it's not conservative. It's not anything, but the, the thing I don't like about this offense is they're always trying to look for the big shot, always. Instead of taking the easy five, seven-yard routes that they can get, like, like move the sticks. Like, that's the thing with the Chiefs. They always want to get the bomb. They always want to get the 50, 60, 70-yard touchdowns with Tyree. That's not always how you're going to win games. Like, especially with how your defense is playing, get them off the field for long periods of time. Run the ball. Take the – Take the easy plays. Don't always look for the hard plays. The, you know, like the Super Bowl route that, you know, got Tyreek wide open on that third and 20 or whatever. That's why I feel like they're always playing and they don't want to run the ball. This is more of a running, blocking O-line the way it's looking. Tooney can run block. I'm not too sure what happened to his pass blocking. But, I mean, they're just not doing anything. And I don't understand. Like, they, Mahomes is just, like, like we said last week, he's trying to compensate for his bad defense, but it's making it worse because – He's turning the ball over every other drive. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. And I feel like this is more on Andy Reid. Obviously, Mahomes is the brand. Don't get me wrong. But the way Andy Reid is calling these games, it's like, bro, like, just take the easy plays. Just don't make it run over complicated. Because when you have Mahomes thinking, oh, let me get this shot real quick to Hardman or Hill or Kelsey, like, he's always thinking that instead of just handing it off to Williams or to McKinnon. Like, I feel like they should be involving Jerk McKinnon more in the games in the game plan. Like, he's a receiving back. Just dump it off. Do those check downs. They, I feel like they need a little bit of Big Ben offense in them because they're, they're just always looking for that big shot. And that's always not going to win you games. Never did I and ever. Especially think. with the Titans. Not bad, real quick, but especially with the Titans, their they're secondary is very thin. And the fact that, you know, Mahomes couldn't take advantage of that, very concerning. But go ahead. Never did I think you were going to – I never – thought you know those words are ever coming in your mouth that somebody needs to throw in some big Ben offense into their system um, I mean it's really though I mean 
I come to think about it, we, we praise Mahomes for the crazy plays he makes, you know, extending the, the, the play, ma- making a great throw down the field, some like Tyreek Hill or Hardman or whoever. Um, yeah. But now I'm really just thinking about it. Like, like, does he really need to do that sometimes? Like, maybe it's the old line. Like, no. Maybe, like, I don't know. He needs to learn how to take a sack here and there. You know, hey, you know, we, we tried. You know, we couldn't get it done. You know, next next possession. But really, this, this, this team's kind of getting a little toxic. The defense is not trusting the offense. The offense is not trusting the defense. And, you know. That, that's the thing, too. Like, when you have players calling out other players, maybe not, you know, they're not voicing it. But when I see Tyron Matthew putting his hands up every time I see Sorensen in coverage, I mean, you're calling that dude out. You're saying, hey, bro, where you at? And it's like, why are we not just blaming each other? Like, it, it's all you guys. It's not just one dude blowing the, you know, the big plays wide open. Like, they – their, their run defense isn't too bad. Like, Henry didn't go crazy on them. But the fact that, you know, anybody's getting what they want, I feel like – I forgot the stat, but I think the the best offense, you know, the best show on turf, the St. Louis Rams, I think they were getting, like, seven yards a play. And the Chiefs are allowing 7.6 yards per play this year. It's, it's crazy. This is the – one of the worst defenses I've seen in a long time in – I'm not too sure what they can do to fix it. I really don't. There's not really much they can do. Hopefully Mahomes is not too badly concussed. And, um, you know, they just have to really simple simplify the game plan because it's not working out what they're doing. And Andy Reid really needs to take a look in the mirror. And they need a bye week badly. You, you talk about a team that needs a bye week. They need one badly, badly. I, mean, I don't think they have one until 13. So it's yeah. tough. It's a tough. It's tough going for them right now. Yeah, this is this is getting ugly. I mean, they got a they got an easy one in Kansas City against the Giants and on Monday night. Which I mean, I'm expecting them to take care of business. You know, kind of use this as a game. I feel like they're gonna struggle a bit. Back. If I'm being honest, the, the defenses in Giants, they I know they're they're not like world beaters and they're not top ten, but they got some dudes that can rush the passion. Like uh, Leonard Williams, the dude from Georgia, Aziz Ojolari, like. They got some dogs there, bro. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and say Mahomes is gonna be throwing all over this team. Like, I, I don't. I don't know about that, but I still feel like they'll win, of course. But like, we're gonna see like a how he started against Washington. You know, just sloppy plays, trying to get big plays again, and they'll get the win. But I just don't think it's gonna be very convincing, like it should be. Yeah, I mean, uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I. I like I said, I'm expecting them to win, but shoot, I mean, this could be a game-winning field goal for all we know for the Chiefs this Monday night. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I mean, looking back though, I mean, you got to give credit where credit is deserved. We talk about the Chiefs. A lot of the media is, you know, for 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 what happened last Sunday. But I think the Titans deserve a lot of credit too. I mean, they beat the Bills and the Chiefs really in a short yeah. time frame. So I mean, the Titans are for real. They're here. Uh, they just need to get the pieces together um, come playoff time because that's always been my pre- my my question with the Titans is they look good, um, but sometimes they don't show up in big games and you know I, obviously. I, I'm sorry, real quick. I, I'm on I'm on your side now with Julio. I think it's over, and you know I'm glad we didn't trade a second rounder for him because he can't stay healthy. That's my issue with this team. Look how look how they lost to the Jets. They had no receivers mm-hmm. like this. I don't know, like Julio can't stay out there for more than two weeks. It's just it it's looking like that AJ, way. AJ Brown either. Yeah, AJ Brown. That's really concerning. I know you're saying getting the pieces together, but 
I feel like the defense, you know, they're tough. They can kind of edge these games out like they did with the Chiefs. But the offense is really going to hold them back if it's only Henry. If it's only Henry, you know what to do. Just love the box. And I know you can say, oh, but it's Henry. Like, he's done this and that against blitzes and all that. But, like, we're talking about in January, you know, late January, that that's where it's tearing your body that I know he takes his rest and all that seriously. But, you know, not everybody – it comes to a point where it deteriorates and – you're asking Henry to carry the ball 400 times a, a year? Eek. The end of the year is going to look a little rough for the times if they can't get this health issue resolved. 100%. I mean, I think, to be quite honest with you, um, I think what they need to do is just kind of give Julio like two to three weeks just to fully rest his body again. I mean, I yeah. kind of feel I kind of feel like Julio's competitive, competitiveness too is like, no, like I need to go out there and play no matter what, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, just makes any of these injuries worse. And, and to be quite honest, like, yeah, they just they need to give him, like, two, three weeks. We're like, hey, man, like, you may or may not be healthy, but, like, let, let's make sure you are. Let's get you off another game. Like, let's let's bring you back 100% as we're close to it as possible. And like, I don't know. When Houston or Jacksonville's on the schedule, just let him rest. Like, I don't, I don't think it. he needs to prove that he's good against the Texans or the Jaguars. So. Exactly. So, I, I don't know. We'll see how this unfolds. The Titans, but they're looking good, man. They're looking good. Yeah. For a second there, a lot of people thought the Colts might challenge them. I know a couple of people predicted that, and they still can. They really still can. Yeah. I, I think just the, the Titans' resume this season and, and who the opponents they have beaten and stuff, it's pretty impressive. And they do they do have the Colts this Sunday, so who knows? Maybe things change after the Sunday, but for now, the Titans are my for sure AFC South favorites. Yeah. So, I mean, let's move on to the next. The other big game, really, was Baltimore and Cincy. That was Ooh. huge. This was huge, uh, man. Uh, it's a it's a division game. Anything really could have happened, but uh, this is kind of the least of my expectations. Was was what? Yeah, for sure. This was uh, this was a. Uh, I mean, it was close for a couple quarters, maybe two quarters and a half. But I mean, Cincy, they they just molly whopped the Ravens. They, that was a whooping, and you know, Lamar Jackson really couldn't do anything and. You know, Jamar Chase, I mean, is, is he not a lock for Offensive Rookie of the Year? I mean, my goodness. He, he had, what, over 200 yards that game? I mean, it was – I was looking bad for the Ravens. I was really shocked with that game. Wait, wait, wait. But they're wait, for wait. real, man. You hold called on, it. Hold on. Hold on. Let, sure. me, let, me, let, me, let me pause you there real quick. You, you think Jamar Chase is the Rookie of the Year? He's a hands-on favorite right now? Uh, I mean, it's him or Mac Jones, but – Whoa, whoa. What about my guy Najee? Stop. No, he's not. No. Oh. Look, listen. I know listen. he's getting touches and all that, but. What I'm saying is he's getting touches, like you said, but and not, they're not winning football games, but the man's doing his part, you know? The man's doing his, his part. He's, he's, uh, you you he's just said it. why he's not going to win it. They're not winning football games. That's why he's not going to win it. They, they, I, it's stupid, I know. Like, don't get, me, don't, don't get me started, but he's not winning games. They're not going to win nine, ten games, and – that's going to hold him back. I understand the usage is there, but, I mean, can you not – look at what Chase is doing, bro. Like, he's every week, every other week, he's taking it to the house. Like, 40, 50, 60, 70 yards. It's like, bro, at some point they're going to be like, you know what, like, it, it is what it is. I understand not just going to get 30 touches a game, but if it's all checkdowns and all, you know, screen passes, I don't think people are really going to look at him for rookie of the year, if I'm being honest. Okay. 
I mean, hey, hey. I get what you're saying, though. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I understand the usage is there. He's getting – he's making plays. You know, the stiff arms look crazy. But, um, you know, I just feel like Jamar and Mac is it's, – it's 1A, 1B. You could put either one either way. Just my counter, my – I mean, really the only rebuttal I'll say is, like, like uh, what would Jamar be doing if Joe Burrow isn't there? You know, what, would Jamar still be producing as much as he is if, if Burrow's not there at quarterback? You know, I think Najee – you know, I, if anything, we always talk about how Big Ben's washed. You know, he he, he doesn't even deserve yeah. to be playing anymore. Like, I think Najee would be doing a lot more better if he had a better quarterback like a Joe Burrow in, 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 him, in his team because, really, yeah. that's, that's the only difference, in my opinion, is, is the quarterback position that they both, both teams have. And, and if Joe Burrow's not there, if he's in Pittsburgh, I think Najee, by far, this, the Steelers team would be 5-1 the way, the way the Bengals are right now. Well, so. I, mean, I mean, to say that Joe Burrow – I, I get their connections good and all that, but to start the year, I don't know. Would you have said the same thing? Like, I wouldn't have put Joe Burrow like top ten. My guy's looking right now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I get what you're saying. It, it, it all depends on the situation, and you know, luckily for Jamar, he's taking advantage of where he's at, and now he's just trying to make the best of it. But like, it, it's just crazy to me. Like, I I completely take everything I said back about the Bengals in the beginning of this of the year about them, you know, not picking a line and going with Jamar. I mean, that was the best pick possible, honestly. It's working out in their favor. Even if Jamar gets hurt or he doesn't have good numbers the rest of the year, I mean, I feel like they're, the chemistry and all that's going to be there moving forward. And, you know, since he got the best best available player right there for them. So, shout out to them. Yeah, I mean, you remember those times in, in the springtime where we are talking about, you know, who – should they get alignment? Should they get chase? Yeah. I think that's all pretty much out of the question now at this yep. point. <laughs> uh, so that's crazy how the Bengals really just, you know, trusted Burrow and, and, and that, and, and that's paying off. But I mean, to be quite honest with you, I don't know. Like I, I don't see many Bengals games, but like, I just yeah. think I just think Burrow's also just chucking it down the field, really. Like, ah, eh, fuck it. Like Jamar's down there somewhere. You know, I don't have too much pre- time to really throw this ball, so I I, I don't know. He, Jamar's exploding, but I don't know. Well, let, let's talk about Ravens, though. What, what happened this? Time? What happened to this team, man? They looked good one game, and then they just put out a shitty performance this week. So what, what happened? Not not too sure. I mean, you know, Lamar. I was about to call him Jamar. Lamar didn't didn't really get anything going, you know, besides that big touchdown on Marquise Brown, like, the Bengals were just smothering them, and I, I never thought I'd say that all year. I thought it would just be Bengals winning shootouts if they were to win, it, you know, games. I didn't think their defense was really going to be stepping up the way they are, but your boy Hendrickson's actually getting to the quarterback. You know, the, the D-line's actually getting there, and like you said, it's a divisional game. They know, they know these guys. Like, that's why it was close for a while, but the Ravens' defense, I mean, this is what I expected from this bunch all year, just getting burnt every play. Marlon Humphrey's really the only corner I trust on that team. And moving forward, I'm not going to say this is the results we're always going to see, but, you know, I, I didn't expect the Ravens to shut down every team they play like they've been doing, like, I guess, the Chargers and all that. Like, this is what you're going to expect more, shootouts and, you know, the offense trying to slow the tempo and control the game to time management, the clock and all that. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Baltimore, I feel like it was, a, it was a slumper for them. Who do they got this week? 
I already forgot what their schedule looking like. But the Ravens are like on bye this week. Oh, okay, so hey, much needed bye for them. But moving forward, like I said, I just don't feel like their defense, what they've been doing the first six games that they look good, I don't think they're going to be doing that move. Like week one was more of an indication of what the Ravens are going to look like than the rest of these weeks that's gone by. But, you know, very interesting. I don't know if it's how the offense is going to look, but defensively, I think this is how they're going to be. The rest of the the rest of the year, so we'll I see. mean, I mean, to be quite honest with you, if you look at their whole schedule that they like the teams they played already, the only real yeah. impressive game was the Chargers at home. Like, I yeah. I, I don't really consider the chart the Chiefs win a, a good one right now, just just in the state the of where Chiefs, the Chiefs are. The, the Colts. I mean, the Broncos are falling off. The Lions are still having one a game. You know, the yeah. Raiders. I mean, they lost to the Raiders. I mean. I don't know. They, they don't. They don't have an impressive resume. I think they just kind of are the are that team that that just took care of business against these bad teams, just like the Broncos did really before they started facing these better teams. But um, I mean, yeah, the Ravens don't look good. I mean, I think the biggest problem is running back. Really, just the injuries yeah. they've had at all all this season with all these running backs. I mean, I believe they've only got like thirty two to thirty yards of running. Um, from those running backs, really. So it's it's it kind of forces the, the Ravens to you know try to convert third and longs, and I, that's not Lamar's game, really. Lamar is. We talk about the Chiefs, talking about like, oh they're the big play team. Uh, the Ravens are really more just like hey let's let's kind of you know chip chop down the tree let's let's get four yards here five yards here yeah. you know blah blah blah. And when you're on third and long, it's really impossible for Lamar to go out there and get the first down. So. I mean that's just the the biggest problem I think in the Ravens is is on their offensive side of the ball. It's just the running backs. Like they need to find somebody who's consistent enough to help Lamar not not be forced to do everything on his own. Yeah, I agree. Uh, um, I don't know when you're relying on Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell, that should tell you you know where your health is. And yeah, this isn't 2016. This is not 2016. I mean, these guys are kind of looked up there in age now a little bit more, and they're not as as quick and and, and mobile as they used to be. So, yeah, they need to be careful on that. They they might need to go out there and get somebody in the trade deadline. I don't think there's anybody out there worth getting, but hey, shit, Mark Ingram would have been good, but he got traded to the Saints. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. they just need somebody like besides Latavius, Latavius and Tyson. I mean, Tyson has his moments, but. I don't know. I, don't, I agree. The running back health is very concerning for them. And, you know, Lamar running, they, everybody's going to figure that out. You know, every, eventually, you're not going to get run down by Lamar, you know, 10, 11 yards like, like they're used to doing. Everybody's figuring this out. Like, okay, this running back is, you know, the Tavius isn't taking it to the house of the play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we know what he is. So, I, I, I agree. We'll see what they do if they make any moves. We'll talk about that at the end, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Baltimore is very. I, I'm gonna keep an eye on that. I'm gonna keep yeah. an eye on with them, you know, moving forward and how their defense is gonna look. So. Yeah, that's. I mean, like you said, I, they have a bye week this week. The Ravens, so mm-hmm. they just gotta, you know, re- regroup. Um, and they got a they got a couple of easy ones coming up: Vikings at home, Dolphins, and Bears. Uh, before they face uh, some good chunk of their division game, so. Um, this, if there's every time in the season that they need to, they need to recover from, it's, it's, this will be a good time to do it. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll talk about them, obviously, some more and more as the season goes on. Um, but, yeah, those are really the two biggest games that, that kind of really just sent a statement out there in the NFL. I, I'll say the, the Colts and 49ers, I think the 49ers are done. I mean, I, 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 
Yes. I really can't yes. see them bouncing back. It's over. I'll, I'll take the L on that. I, I really thought this team was going to be a lot better. And, you know, their, their weapons, besides Debo, Debo really is taking us a big step forward. And I, I like to see that. Ayuk really fell off. And I think Collinsworth and Al Michaels were saying that, that Ayuk really took all his Debo's uh, reps last year. So I think that's why he thrived so much. But now in this number two role, he really can't find his footing. And, you know, I, I, re I really think that's holding him back. And obviously the Lance, Jimmy G, uh, you know, question is really, I feel like that's lingering for them. And the defense can't stay healthy. Like they really don't have quarterbacks. I feel like letting Richard Sherman go to the Bucks. I know he got hurt, but I still feel like he brings veteran leadership to that group. And I think this is the this is shocks for the for the Niners. I mean, they look they look terrible. Yeah, I mean, um, I didn't mean to interrupt, but like, I mean, I have a, a couple, I have a couple of, of points from the Niners that I want to get to, um, and this kind of this kind of gonna open the discussion with you that I want to hear from you. But but first, let's let's talk about the Colts. I mean, like we talked about, the Titans are really the favorite in that division. But slowly but surely, I think the Colts are coming back. I think. Carson Wentz has kind of found a little more rhythm, which is huge. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, Jonathan Taylor has just been going off for some weird reason. Yeah. Um, I had no faith. I mean, he was good. He, yeah, I had no he faith. Was good. I, I felt like he was a good look. Um, I, I thought he was going to have a good year. He kind of started out slow, but, I mean, that, yeah, I, I agree with the rhythm. Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman Jr., ooh, he's looking like a stud, bro. Like, he's, he's mossing everybody every, every week. Yeah. I don't know about you. But, no, you no, know, those three guys. And the defense is, is kind of stepping up a little bit more and more. So, I mean, really, these these pieces are coming together. And T.Y. Hillen is coming back soon again. Um, and he looked good his first yeah. game back before he got hurt again. So, you know, watch out for the Colts. I, I still will pick the Titans for this division. But, you know, don't be surprised yeah. if, if the Colts get a wild card spot or maybe even challenge the Titans for that division. So, just wanted to give them their flowers because this will not be the last time we talk about them. Um, but no, going I back forgot. to the, did did I pick the Colts or did you in our previews? I already forgot. I, I think we both I, picked them. Like we we both picked the yeah, Titans and like, the Colts second. Yeah, I mean they're they're right there. I mean, I, you know the record will show differently, but I mean we're if the Ravens don't come back that game, I feel like that was more on the defense and not on Wentz and the offense. If the Ravens don't come back that game, we're talking about a completely different Colts team that would be four and three right now or you know, whatever the record would be. And, I mean, yeah, this team's right there. I honestly feel like when they play each other this week, that's going to be a good measuring stick for both squads. So, I'm, I'm excited to see that, you know, to see a Colts Titans game. I don't think I've said that since luck retired. So, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's going to be one definitely. That's going to be, for me, like the, 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 the NFL Sunday ticket game of the week, as I guess, you know, you can say. So, um you know, that's something people should probably keep an eye on. That would be a good one to see because that's going to have huge playoff implications later down the road. We're going to talk about this yeah. week 17. Uh, but, no, Niners. Okay, so a couple of things here, and I want to give my guy uh, Ryan Ryan uh, some, some credit here because we had this discussion a couple times, and we had this last week before even the result of this game. Um, yeah. Okay, so do you think Shanahan is in the hot seat? Um, I think they're going to give him another year. I feel like he's fine this year. Next year, we'll start hearing murmurs about it. Okay. I, I, I feel like, you know, like I, like we said in the beginning of the year, 
you, you can't keep making that excuse that, oh, you know, we're, we're you know, Raheem Mostert got hurt, so next year we'll be better. And when he comes back and gets hurt again, like, this is this is who your team is now. Like, there's no, you know, excuses with injuries no more. Like, this is what your team is. And, you know, I, I feel like next year for sure we'll hear about it because the, the, the offense, you can blame it on Jimmy G, whatever. I really don't agree with that. I feel like Shanahan really thinking, oh, I can make anybody look good in this offense. Now it's backfiring on him because he doesn't really have weapons. Like when Kittle gets hurt, who's their tight end? I, I can't even name you their, their second string tight end. Like who is the – I don't know. I feel like this – like you check. I feel like they're not using them enough, and that's kind of weird to say for a fullback. But just the way Shanahan likes to use the offense, you know, you know this better than anybody else. Having him for, what, two, three years as the Falcons coordinator, like – how he wins his offense when he doesn't have guys, marquee guys, it, it kind of looks very flat. And okay. I feel like it's backfiring on him for sure. Like he, he thinks he can plug in anybody, Elijah Mitchell, Trey, Trey Sermon, anybody like that. It's like, mm, that doesn't always work that way, buddy. Like, eventually that shit catches up to you. And next year, for sure, if they come out like this, yeah, he, he's he is almost good to be gone for sure. Okay, so then. Uh, for the sons of it, obviously you're saying, you know, Shanahan is, is kind of, the seat's a little warm, but not really, you know, to the point where we need to start talking about it. Um, yeah. So, so do you think, and this is kind of where he kind of brought this up, right? Uh, what about, what about um, John Lynch and them? Like what, what's the strategy with him and, and Shanahan really? Because he brought up that, you know, these, these last few years, you know, their first round picks have really been on, on, you know, key defenders, obviously, you know, Ayuko's a big piece one year. Um, but yeah. like, really, it, it just feels like Lynch has been focusing more on, on improving the defensive side of the ball, really dra- through drafting free agency, um, and c- occasionally getting offense here and there, but more defensive heavy, you know, additions. Um, do yeah. you think that is partially the, the reason why I know you're talking about, you know, injuries, Kittle's gone right now, you know, Mitchell's out for a while, mm. you know, stuff like that, but they don't have depth really to cover those pieces. But in defense, it just feels like they have a lot more pieces to work with. Um, like, is you think that's a that was a regret they have in that organization? Like, maybe we should have gave Shanna had more pieces to work on talent, more talent on the offense. Like, what do you think here? Yeah, I think that's part of it, but also, I mean, Lynch, you you can also call for his job a little bit because letting letting go of the force Buckner the way they did and not really bringing this defense back because honestly, that was the only reason they got to the Super Bowl that year is because that defense and that D-line. And, you know, it really ha- it really hit the secondary issues that they have. And they've always had. They, their secondary has never been elite or strong to where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll be fine in man or whatever. Like, like they always have to play this, like, Seattle coverage where they get exposed from time to time. And, you know, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with what, you know, you guys were talking about that, you know, he's worried about the defense, which I get, but I feel like you can get guys in free agency – you really need to get this guy some weapons. And, you know, I, I'm not too sure who they drafted this past year. I'm blanking right now, but um, – oh, that was Lance. But, uh, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying. They should be really giving this guy some weapons, especially if they're not going to sign free agents. Like, you know, what are we doing here? So I, I agree with you guys for sure. And, um, you know, I'm not too sure what, what the 49ers can do from here on out. And there's not really a big move for them to make unless they give up more uh, draft assets, which I don't think they will, especially with everything they gave up to get Lance. Like, they're really just stuck with the team they have right now. 
for this year. Right, right. Okay. Well, I mean, well, we'll see. I, I, me and me and Ryan were really just talking about it. We were thinking a bit more and more. Like, I don't know. Like this, this kind of is screeching, kind of like the seat being warm. Um, and stuff yeah, like that um, sure. because because he did give me a tweet you know he talked about you know somebody said the Niners really had two weeks to prepare for this game uh, you know they had the bye week you know and they they, they knew the Colts were coming up soon um, mm-hmm. and and they kind of just you know their performance was underwhelming and in, in I guess you could say and, and it's just it's not it's not a good good uh good sight or good picture for Shanahan to paint right now because that was not pretty um the loss sure. he took on Sunday night so yeah I just kind of want to briefly talk about that but I mean, let's talk about our teams now. I mean, the Pats and the Falcons. I mean, let's start with with my Dirty Birds real quick. I mean, they they took care of business. I mean, of course, it had to it had to be cool. My kicker out here winning us a game again. Um, you know, same old Falcons. But um, I don't know. For us to struggle against the Dolphins was really. I mean, they haven't played good so this season. It just feels like that team is just broken now. Um, it's kind of concerning, but I mean, we still got a dub. We're in the playoff hunt. It was just crazy. I was watching game yep. day morning the other day, and we were in the hunt. We're just outside looking into the playoffs. I don't think we're going to um, be in those discussions for four or five weeks from now. Um, I'm hoping we do, but I mean, it, it's it's good that we're taking care of business at least. Uh, you know, we're a bad team, but we're not bad enough to be losing to the Titans or to the, excuse me, to the Dolphins, to the Jaguars, Texans, you know, those teams. So, um yeah, I mean, just wanted to quickly recap that. Um, I also wanted to say one more thing, uh, just kind of off top, off the topic about the Falcons. I mean, I don't know why they're bashing Arthur Smith for saying, you know, I, I know you've seen this where he said Matt Ryan is criminally underrated. Um, have, did you hear about that? Did you see that? No, I, no, I can't say I did, but I'll let yeah. you go ahead and explain it. Yeah, so like Arthur Smith really was just, you know, in an interview – or I think it was in the conference, post-game conference, you know, let's talk about Matt Ryan, how he's like, uh, he's criminally underrated and, and stuff like that. And a lot of the media was really just saying like, you know, that's a slap in the face to Matt Ryan. But like, really, I don't understand why it is. I mean, the way I took it was just like, oh, you know, like he's, he is underrated. I mean, man, nobody really talks about Matt Ryan being an elite quarterback at all. Um, and, and yeah. I, I'm on the boat with Arthur Smith here, you know, like, you know, no, he is underrated. The, the, the amount of work he puts in for this team and, and for the longevity that he's been there, like, he deserves more credit. And I don't understand why they're trying to break up that relationship or trying to make it, you know, hatred between him and Matt Ryan. Right. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't understand that at all. If, that's, if people are really trying to make that into, oh, you know, I don't know why he's saying that, but why, why wouldn't he? Like, that's his guy. Like, he, the fact that the way he did the draft this year and the way he's building this team, like Matt Ryan's going to be your quarterback for a few more years, Jay. I'm sorry to say, I know you're kind of wanting to move on, but you know, I mean, that's his guy. Why would he try to make, put a wedge in between that relationship? And I mean, he, he is under, if we're going to talk about Eli, the way we talk about Eli, then we have to be talking about Matt Ryan as well. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first one to say he should have a ring. I mean, he really should. And, um, you know, we'll be talking about Matt Ryan very differently if he had a Super Bowl ring, of course. But yeah, he's very underrated. The the amount the MVP year and all that stuff that he's had and what he's doing now, even even right now, you know, without his favorite target Julio and all that, like I, I of course he's underrated. I'm not gonna sit here and say he's a bum. Like he can still play. Um, but you know, I I, I don't get that. I mean, what do they expect from Smith? Ah, uh, he's a scrub, but I drafted him a tight end, so I don't think he's too bad. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. kind of stupid, but 
I, I don't know. It's just the media trying to make shit up, like always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, that was really the big thing. Like, I had it this weekend from the Falcons. I mean, this one was huge, but. Um, oh, I will say, I, I do like taking away from the past two weeks the, the Falcons have played. I know they were on a bye, but now they're using Pitts the way I wanted him, the, the, the way they're supposed to use him. Like, yeah. he's not, he should not be only in the tight end formation. Like, spread him out, do what you got to do, but. He showed you these past two games. He can ball out. This is this is why they drafted him fourth overall. And the fact that they're finally figuring that out, you know, more power to you guys because I really feel like with the defense, you guys would be in a, in a totally different stratosphere as far as playoff front and even in your division. I mean, I I, I like the Bucks. Don't get me wrong, but they're not uh, – they're not, oh, my goodness. Like, look at the Bucks. They're beating everybody type of deal, like – Kind of like the Cardinals have been looking like they're not that they're not that. I mean, yeah, they've been beating up beating up on bums. Like they their schedule's very easy to bug. So if you guys had a a playable defense, I mean, this would be a different situation. But you guys should have blew out Miami. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I saw them come back. Falcons, that, that yeah. Was, yeah. Typical. Falcons. I saw them come back, and I was like, I mean, it is what it is. Like, you know, at least they didn't lose to Tua and that fucking mess of Miami. Tua looked good, but I mean. We can talk about this shit real quick. I mean, we can we're kind of transition to the trade deadline and all that, but, um, you know, do you feel like Tua's stepping up with all these rumors? Like, this is what he needed? Because now he looks like he's playing, like, Alabama Tua in a way with, with a couple, you know, stupid interceptions here and there, but he's actually looking decent these games. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why the hell, you know, these trade rumors is kind of hurting him. I mean, he's not playing bad. Obviously, I'm ex- I I want him to play a little bit more aggressive, you know, throw the ball a little bit more down the field. But he's making the yeah. right throws. He's making the right throws, making the right play. Um, he's not a bad quarterback whatsoever. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I I think this this team is broken overall. I know you've seen, I know you've seen the drama that's been going on over there. Uh, with the with the team really kind of just going against oh, yeah. Flores now and, and stuff, so this isn't pretty. Whatsoever. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Keep going. We need Flores back in the Pats. I'm loving it. Get him out of there. Get him yeah. out of Miami. I don't know if you saw that video. Um, I saw I saw this video today. Um, the guy stretching Tua and the boys, and they're all just seem quiet. And, you know, just quiet, not really engaged in the whole practice. Man, man, oh man, I feel like he lost this locker room, buddy. And it's not looking yeah, like you like it, but this is it's just no, very I mean, cringy all, to watch. All all like let's just all jokes aside, honestly, just be real with him. Like why why are we lying to him saying he's the guy, he's the guy, he's the guy? All these rumors are not coming out of nowhere. Like nobody's pulling this shit out of their ass. Like this shit is coming from you guys directly, whether it's the front office, coaching staff, players, whatever. Like there's a obviously Deshaun Watson is going to be a Miami Dolphin. It's just legal issues and all that. That's what's holding this shit back. But why are we lying to Tua? Just say, hey, bro, like, you know, I don't know how you would go about that. I, you know, I'm glad I'm not in those shoes. But, I mean, I just feel like that's what's rubbing at the team the wrong way. Just the lies. I mean, he's just lying to these guys, basically. And they know it. They all know it. That's why it's very tense. It's very cringy. When you look at it, it's like, I don't even want to you know, look at those videos and stuff because it's uncomfortable. Like, you know, you can you can feel the tension. And, you know, I feel like that's where it stems from. We all know Deshaun's going to Miami. It's just how he's going about it with Tua. I feel like he's rubbing a lot of these guys and the fans the wrong way. So I don't yeah. blame them whatsoever. 
I just don't understand this whole situation, like with, with, uh, you know, uh, why, why now? Like, really, like, why, why are we doing this now? Why couldn't we wait till the off season? Like, it's, it's Tua's not doing bad. So really, like, what are we seeing now that we didn't see before you guys drafted him? Like, really, I'm kind of seeing the same thing, you know. And if if you guys don't have faith in him. You know, at least give them another, like, the rest of the season. Because they're not in a rush. Like, if they get Deshaun Watson, like, tomorrow, uh, I, I, do you think they're going to make playoffs still? Like, uh, I don't, no, I don't think they not. will. So, like, really, like, this is, you know, let's just throw the season away. Let's give Tua the rest of the I, season I mean, to figure it out. And if not, you know, you, you still have Watson in your back pocket. You know, it's stupid. Yeah, first of all, Deshaun Watson, once he gets traded, he's going on the exemplars. If Roger Goodell can, you know, fool everybody. I know once he gets traded to a team, He's going to put him on the exempt list, and then he's going to be suspended for X amount of games. So Miami is really going about this the wrong way, and, you know, it's, it's really going to affect free agency. We always say this, how teams handle their players always affects free agency. Bet money, I understand Deshaun's a high-profile player, but bet money, they're going to be like, hey, bro, you got rid of Tua and you're free? Yeah, I'm not going to resign with y'all. Fuck that, you know, or I'm not going to go sign with y'all. What the fuck? Like, y'all don't give a fuck about me. It's that type of, you know, environment down there, the way it's looking. And you're right. They're not making no playoffs anytime soon. If you would have talked about a, a very disappointing, you know, very flat season for a team, I mean, Miami's right up there. They're, they were supposed to make this jump of being in contention. They looked good last year, and now they're just shit in the bed. Like, this is uh, – I didn't think they're going to be this bad, honestly. I know they lost some defensive players, but – you know, wow. I mean, they're, they're, everything that's going on around that team is very toxic, and a lot of people are going to be going after this year. I promise you. Yeah, and I think Greer. I think it's just Greer's like you know desperate attempt in saving his job. I think he's just willing to just go go all out for Deshaun, um, hoping that yeah. can save his job. But I think really he made everything worse, and I definitely could see. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets fired tomorrow, um, mm. or anytime soon. Really, be after the deadline because. This team is broken. This team doesn't love Flores anymore. They don't like Greer. So, uh, yeah, this is not going to get any better um, anytime soon. Um, yeah. Even with Deshaun Watson, even if he does go down there, like, tomorrow, um, I think the locker room is just going to be very divided and, and welcoming him. And, and like you said, Goodell's going to pull some strings and, and not let him play just yet. So, yeah. it's, it's ugly. It's ugly Miami. I know. I mean, that's why I feel like everybody's just waiting and seeing. But I feel like once something happens, everything's going to hit the fan. Mm. Oh, Deshaun, all this shit's going to start coming out. Goodell's going to start saying shit. Everybody's going to start saying shit. And then, you know, they're not going to happen for maybe the rest of the year or eight games or whatever. But, I mean, yeah, Miami, they're just a fucking train wreck. And, you know, I mean, our, our last place pick for them is looking very nice. I mean, we, we we thought the Jets were going to be a lot better, but you know, I mean, I mean, we see what the Jets. Oof, they look terrible. <laughs> I mean, they look awful. That game, I, I'm surprised the Patriots didn't score sixty on them. The way that game was going, sheesh. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I was on, I was out of town. I didn't see many of these games. How, how did your yeah. Patriots look? I mean, this is how they should have won the first game. I'm not. I, I'm I'm happy they won, but I mean, let's not throw a parade yet. I, a lot of the New England media is doing all oh, the Patriots are back. Mac Jones is on fire. The defense is looking clutch. Blah blah blah. No, let's let's just calm down. This is the Jets. This is what they're supposed to do. 
Um, you know, McDaniel's. I mean, let's let's just be let's let's be real. The only way they can get yards is if they do trick plays. And guess what happened? First drive, second. It's like I think it was the first couple series in the game. You know, Jones throws a screen to Bourne. Bourne throws a touchdown to Aguilar. It's like it's just looking like the year that Tom Brady left. Like the only way they can get yards and touchdowns is if they do trick plays. You know, Edelman throwing the uh, Sunu or whatever that year, whatever fucking receivers we have. It's just looking like that. You know, the Chargers game is really going to show me a lot. If we get blown out that game, it's like, all right, season's finally over. We can stop talking about this team as far as making playoffs and, you know, just build the chemistry up. We have a lot of guys under contract for, you know, a couple seasons after this besides, you know, White and Van Noy and all that. But the guys that they signed in the offseason are here for a couple of years. So just build the rapport, build the chemistry and figure it out. But, I mean, it, I'm not, you know, going jumping over the moon that they blew out the Jets. I mean, this is what they should have done to begin with. So, I mean, it was good. I mean, the, some of the plays that they did was good. Mac Jones, I feel like he's taking steps forward, you know, each week. I mean, even though it's a shitty team, he's still a rookie and he's still looking good. So, I mean, that's the only thing that can away from this, these games. Mac Jones is finally letting the ball go. You know, he's not checking it down every game, every play. So, I mean, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing from him for sure. Yeah, I mean, this team look, this team's doing the, they're taking care of business at the very least. So, yeah, like I said about the Falcons, I mean, hey, look, we're a bad yep. team, but we're not, we're not the Jets, we're not the Dolphins or the Texans. Same for you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are not a bad team, uh, but you guys are obviously not a great team. But at least you, you guys are not the Jets yeah. or the Texans. You know, we're, we're in the middle. Um, that could be a good and bad thing. But um, as a fan, you know, we we always enjoy watching some dubs. Um, but let me yep. ask you. Let me ask you something real quick about this team, about this Patriots team. Okay. What the? Uh, you know him. You know them more than any. Uh, you know them a lot. You know the Patriots a lot. What the fuck okay. are you doing with their damn running backs, dude? Because I, 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 um, I had a lot of buys obviously this past week in fantasy. You know, got to pick up some players here and there, waiver wire. You know, replace okay. them for a week. Um, you know, obviously in one of my leagues, I, you know, I had Najee on by, you know, Justin Jefferson, blah, blah, blah. The only real running back I had was Derrick Henry this week. Um, so I was like, oh, you know, let me look at You're some Harris. What do you mean? You're Damien Harris. No, in, in this other league, in this other league. Um, oh, okay. I had Derrick Henry really is my only true running back to start. I mean, I had, like I said, I had Najee, he was off, you know, um, other P, I forgot the other names I had. Um, but I was looking at the waiver wire, you know, really, you know, and I saw Stevenson, your, your guy, your, your, you know, uh, I forgot his first name, Ramondre. Ramondre? Yes, yeah. Ramondre Stevenson. I was like, oh, you know, like he got a touchdown last week. It looks like Damian Harris is really just going to kind of share the load with him. So I picked him up as my second running back. And obviously I'm, I'm in the middle of the mountains. I can't change my lineup last minute because I don't have service. Um, it turns out he was in healthy. He was a healthy scratch. Is that is that what I'm yep. correctly? What the fuck's going on yep. here? Why why is he? What's what's going so, on? What, what does Belichick think? This, this is listen, listen. This is nothing new. This is not something that's happened all of a sudden this season. He always revolves the door with the running backs. It's just whoever he feels like strategy wise, who's going to take advantage of mismatches, things like that. That's how he goes about his running backs. Like. You know, next week, I wouldn't be surprised if Bolden's a healthy scratch. I mean, you know, I, Ramondre and Damian will probably lead the load because the Chargers don't have a good run defense. That's probably what our main game plan is going to be. 
I mean, listen, this is what he always does. Look at, look, just look at the years prior. Like, we have good running backs that have a couple of good games here and there. Next week, they don't play. We don't see them. You know what I mean? J.J. Taylor, he didn't play the – he played, what, week week four. He fumbled the ball. We didn't see him until this week, last week. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that's, – that's the way Belichick goes, bro. This is nothing new. You should know better. Like, this, this should be something that you should know, especially having Harris as your running back. I always had this fucking issue with Blunt, White, Ridley. This is what he always does. They can have one good game. All right, next week, you're not playing. This is how we're going to do our game plan. And that's how, he, that's how he does shit. So even before McDaniels, even after McDaniels, this is how he always does shit. So I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm very shocked that you picked them up, but damn, bro. There's nobody out there. There's really nobody out there in the waiver yeah. one. And I was like, okay, like, you know, no, Stevenson, you know, maybe, maybe he had a good game. Uh, you know, Damon Harris, because Damon Harris, as I like the guy, but I, other than those Jets games, really, he, he's been. He can't stay healthy is his issue. He can't. He, he's always getting banged up. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I, I like him. I think he has a lot of potential um, in the Patriots, but it just seems like, other than, like I said, other than those Jets games, uh, he's just, there's been something about him that's disappointed me, whether it's a fumble. Um, or yep. an injury, you know, or something. So, mm-hmm. um, also, I was thinking, like, oh, you know, Stevenson will come in and fill the role with, with, with Bolden and stuff. But, I mean, I guess not. I guess he was just a healthy scratch. But Yeah, you want to talk about a shocker for me is Brandon Bolden actually being a factor for this offense. I mean, <laughs> uh, I feel like we should be in the Marlon Mack sweepstakes. I, I, we need a running back like that, especially with White out for the year. Like, we should be on, on the phone with a lot of these these uh, teams that are loaded at running back. Like, we just – we need somebody like that. And Bolden's not that guy. Come on, bro. Like, Bolden, he had, like, one, two years like that maybe. And he's more special team. That's why I wasn't surprised he resigned with us. But the way that he's using him, I'm like, this is why we brought him back? Oh, boy. I'm not looking forward to it. Like, I'm telling you, there's going to be a couple of bad Brandon Bolden games and people are going to pick him up on the waiver wire. You man, fuck Brandon Bolden. He didn't give me that. Yeah, yeah, this is what, bro. It's just, eesh, I don't know. I don't know. We should, we're in our money back. If Harris gets hurt again, we're fucked. <laughs> Running the ball, we're fucked. It's not happening. And, yeah, I agree with you. Harris is very disappointing as far as that. He'll fumble the ball once or twice. We'll probably recover one and he'll lose the other one. and Or he'll get hurt. He's, he's almost hurt every, every game at some point. Like he's just grimacing, he's limping to the sidelines. I'm just like, bro, can we not? Can we go a week without you doing this, please? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what the charge they make. I'm excited about that game. Yeah, I mean that. Now that you pointed it out, it's actually pretty big game because that really will determine it where you guys will be in terms of playoff contention. So that is something I am definitely circling in my map for is that is that game. So because yeah, I mean it doesn't. We have some some pretty decent games, but if we if we're three and five, unless the Chiefs lose again, I I don't I don't see the way the AFC is shaping out, it's gonna be tough to be under five hundred the way we are and you know, making playoffs towards the end of the year. So I don't know. Hey but uh, real quick, I, I so are we not going to Atlanta for the Patriots Falcons game? Is that done? Yeah, uh, yeah, I got to scratch that. I really, you know, I, I wanted to go to the game here in Dallas too, but, you know, shit's popping up. So I, I 
it's busy, man. Working, 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 working in sports, man. It's, it's. I didn't realize how hard it would get or how time-consuming stuff can get. And, you know, uh, it sucks because it was a great opportunity to go. And, unfortunately, yep. not going to be able to make it, which just sucks because I have buddies up there now um, that – than to have connections and stuff. So I'll say 95% not going to happen. Yeah. I was, I'm gonna, it's, it's, uh, it's a healthy scratch, I guess you could say. <laughs> I guess so. But uh, let's get to the trade deadline talks. I mean, we talked about that week. Like we said, it was boring. So, I mean, there's not really much to talk about. Other games, I mean, unless you want to say the Raiders are looking better without Gruden, I mean, that's – Really, hey, that's not really surprising. Amazing. It's really not surprising. I think yeah, always, no. you know, anybody, anytime a team gets fires a coach or something like that, I think the, the team always starts off better. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, we really get, we'll really know what the Raiders are all about um, after this bye week uh, because now yeah. people will kind of have game film on them without Gruden and, and you know, they'll see the differences and, and you know, we'll see how they, how they react. But yeah, of course, for, Raiders look good. Yeah, for sure. The, the offense is going to be a lot more open because Gruden is playing the 1980s Gruden Grinders football. You know that bullshit he was always on. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be all right. I mean, they, they have a decent guy. I'm still not a believer in the Raiders. Trust me. I'm not, I'm not hopping off that anytime soon. And, yeah. They're, they're in second, good. right? They're in second or are they in first? Isn't that, yeah, they're second because they have that tiebreaker with Baltimore. So, there you yeah, go. props to them. There I'll give them credit go. for that shit. That's about it for me. You miss me with that shit, with the Las Vegas Raiders, man. I mean, we can run through these games real quick if you want. Washington gets blown out by Green Bay. I mean, besides those ugly ass Green Bay uniforms, not really much to talk about there. Um, okay, the Panthers. Yeesh, yeah, you, yeah. NFC South is looking disgusting. I mean, dude, this. Uh, you want to talk about but the biggest phonies of them all? I mean, the Panthers. Wow, three and zero, oh, now three and four. The Broncos are the same way, 3-0, 3-4 It's like, the fact that they pulled Darnold, I'm like, wow. He, he was that bad to Matt Rule that he needed um, – oh, what's his name from the XFL? Uh, P.J. Walker. Like, he really had to go in there. I was like, wow. I mean, Darnold's looking like New York Jets, Darnold. And that's a little bit concerning <laughs> for the – I mean, they only gave up a second rounder. You know, I mean, I understand that's a pretty high draft pick, but – at least it wasn't the first, which I know the Jets wanted for a while. So, <laughs> I mean, the Panthers just really took a flyer on him. Um, they really have this year to evaluate it, and you know, if they don't like what yeah. they see, they can always just find a quarterback and draft a free agency next season. So, I mean, it really sucks. It's unfortunate, but I think the Panthers will be okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and especially the Chuba Hubbard isn't really stepping up like I thought he would. I mean, besides like one game, he had like one good game. He hasn't really taken advantage of the role that he has right now. You know, maybe teams – I mean, he obviously he's no McCaffrey, but you would think with that many touches you would get, you know, some production, and he's not. So, I don't know what, what they go – what they do from here on out. You know, I, it's going to be interesting. I, I like the Gilmore trade that they did. But, I mean, besides that, at least, I, I don't know where the Panthers go from here. Yeah, like you said, they took a flyer on Darnold, so, you know, it's pretty much – what's going to happen this year, and they're going to probably either draft it. Unless they're in the Deshaun Watson uh, trades, which they said they aren't, but I don't believe any team when they say they're not. So, um, Yeah, this defense is it's getting better, but the offense is kind of dying out, which is always a concern. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, it is what it is. 
Um, let's talk about the deadline, though. Um, there's a few yes, few names out there that really could get traded. Obviously, Watson being the big one. Um, but I, you know, after him, really, Marlon Mack is another one that kind of just sticks out. Do you yeah. think? Do you think he'll get traded? Really, realistic speaking, because it's, the, the deadline's next week, so this, you know everything's gonna unfold. If it is, this coming days. Especially with this weekend, if there's teams that come out flat, like let's see, the Chiefs were in that sweepstakes. Don't get me started on the Chiefs with more fucking offense. Like, come on, bro. Worried about the wrong shit. But running back actually makes sense for them. Like they said, they probably don't trust Darrell Williams. I mean, I, I feel like he's better than Edward Tulare, but you know, that's just me. But, yeah, I, I feel like especially with this weekend, if the running backs still step up for the teams that were interested, I'll be very aggressive in getting them. And I don't think he'll take more than a fourth to trade for him. And, and especially in the NFL, the trade values are so messed up. Like you would think somebody goes for a third or a second, and they go for a sixth. So, I mean – yeah, I, I feel like he'll, he'll be on the move for sure by Tuesday, next Tuesday. I, you know, see, I think I think he's not going to get traded. I think, uh, you know, with the Colts' momentum really and, and getting hot, you know, getting better, I, I think if they win more games, especially this weekend, if they win um, against the Titans, I, I think they're going to want to just keep him for, you know, running back depth in case a Jonathan Taylor gets hurt. You know, they, they'll have – they can Maybe. put him back. You know, I feel like the Colts and, and Mac are going to come into an agreement like, hey, you know what, like we're having a decent season. Like, let's just go out there and play ball if we can. And, you know, we can always resolve this in the off season. So uh, I feel like I feel like those those rumors came out hot to start the year just because the Colts started bad. Um, but I think right now the relationship has gone a little better. It's not really that. They don't use them. Like, that, that's, that's the only reason why I feel like they would trade them, especially if they can get like a fourth or a fifth. I mean, especially with how GMs value draft picks. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they trade him? They, they don't use him. Like, it's Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor. That's about it. Like, they'll put in Mac to, like, spell them, like, you know, to give them some breaks. But they really don't use them. I know teams are running back needy. Like, the Raiders, to me, make a lot of sense with this because Jacobs can't stay healthy. And I like him with Drake if they were to get him. But um, I, I think he's going to be on the move. Usually the NFL trade down is pretty boring, so if he's not on the move, I would be surprised. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, <laughs> you're right. It's not like the NBA or the MLB where, you know, big stars can get out there and trade it on deadline. Uh, but another yeah. one, this I'm going to bring up two more names. One more um, is uh, Evan Ingram uh, from the yeah. Giants, and Jabril Peppers apparently too is also on the trade block. Do you see Peppers anything? is out though. I don't think he gets traded. He's yeah, out for the year. I was, I was kind of focusing more on Ingram here. Um, Ingram you, is interesting. His value is very all over the place depending on who you're talking to. I don't think he's worth more than a fifth, to be honest. And um, I feel like Green Day should be very aggressive in getting an offensive weapon. My boy EJ, shout out my boy EJ. He was showing me a tweet. He's like, this is this shit is not okay. And it was the you know the stats for the receivers. Adams has like seven, like I think four hundred yards or like seven hundred yards, whatever he has. I don't even know what he has, but he has a majority of the Green Bay's offensive yards receiving wise. Everybody else has like 100, 90, 120, 130. It's like, bro, like if Aaron Rodgers isn't on the field, like this team's gonna struggle for sure. And I feel like Green Bay should be aggressive in getting a receiver or maybe a, an Evan Ingram. I don't think Tanyan's a, you know, a number no, one not. tight end. He's a, good, he's a good guy for depth. He's a good guy for the red zone. But, I mean, Ingram is 
athletic ability and all that, I feel like Rodgers would, you know, take advantage of that and help him thrive a little bit. But um, I could see him. Go, I could see him moving, but uh, I don't know. I, I I really doubt because I feel like the Giants are going to overvalue him, and you know, he's just going to be a free agent and sign wherever he wants. So. Yeah, definitely. See, you know, that's a good name. I've seen that a couple. I've seen that in a couple of like articles and shit. So, yeah, feature report. Yeah, I was just kind of um, curious I, on that one. I feel like there's one name that we're not talking about, and I feel like don't be surprised if you if you see him on the move. I think o- Odell. Mm. O- Odell, they're already ready to move on from him. Why wouldn't they trade him? I mean, we've seen the reports that you know they want to move on from him for this year. If somebody was to throw a third, fourth, a second, depending on how you how you value him, why wouldn't the Browns trade him? I, I, I don't know. It's just something I want to keep in mind. And obviously, Nikhil Aaron for the Patriots. I feel like he's gone too. But, but, I mean, I agree. I, I think like, Odell's really kind of a piece that, like, he's just been very injured. He's like another Julio. He just hasn't been able to get yeah. on the field as much, and it's kind of hurting his value. I mean, he's a legend, just like Julio is. He's 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 gonna go down as one of the better receivers in this era, but. I mean, he's, I think his time's really just up as to being – I think he's more of a wide receiver two, maybe three now in, the, in, in their yeah. teams. And um, like you said, it all just depends on what, how, how these organizations value him. But um, to me, the Browns really, like you said, that's a great point, um, is if, if they can find a good value in return that they, they think is going to be great, they should just pull the trigger on him because they do have, um, you know, the two-headed monsters and, and Kareem and, 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 uh, and Chubb. So, I mean, they don't really need to be that – air raid type of offense where, you know, they throw yeah. the ball down 50 times. So, um, and kill Harry though. Yeah. Let me, let me hear about that. I mean, I heard it a little bit, those rumors, but is this really, I mean, the kill Harry requested it. He requested a trade in the off season. Obviously he didn't get traded because nobody was going to give him what the Patriots wanted. But I mean, I feel like you guys, the Falcons, I feel like somebody young, a young core, maybe Jacksonville, would want to get him in there, get rapport with their QB. I, I don't know. I, I just don't see them getting what they want. And I know they want, like, a fifth rounder, a sixth rounder. I feel like if they get a seventh, they should just go ahead and take it because Nikhil's not signing with them. He's not re-signing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I could, see him, I could see him getting traded for sure. It just depends who wants to make that call and, you know, what's going to happen to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, it just depends on the value, like, all these trades do. Yeah, um, and another name, really, the last one that I had in mind, this is really kind of not, not many people talking about, um, kind of under the table, um, is Michael Thomas from the Saints. Like, really, he's, he's due to come back. He's due to come back next week or I think in two weeks. Um, and, and really, at the, obviously, the Saints were discussing about trading him in the summertime, you know, and then, you know, all this other stuff happened. Um, do you think that relationship can be salvaged, or, or do you think he's out the door as well by trade deadline? I don't think by trade deadline, but the offseason for sure. I mean, we, we we both said this. I feel like Michael Thomas is good as gone in New Orleans just because of the relationship, how they've handled certain things with him. I feel like that's why he hasn't come back. He doesn't want to get hurt again. I feel like he's just taking his time. If he can get a trade, if somebody wants to throw a first round, second round for him, I feel like, you know, he's waiting for that, but – why, why would he go back out there and you know, they kind of don't value him as a key piece of the offense? Like, you know, he sees himself as, so. 
Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, you're right. I, I don't know. I just feel like a little bit of part of me is also going to – he's going to go out there and ball out with Jameis and, you know, kind of – Full this team because this team's not out of the quite like they're not out of the playoffs, they're in the cut. They have a big against Tampa this weekend. Um, and if they win that one, I feel I feel like Michael Thomas is like, hey, you know, like, don't worry about the contract next offseason, like, let's go out there and ball. You know, these teams in a good position to win. But I, so, I don't know, I'm I like, feel like it's more with Sean Payne. Like, I, I don't feel like Sean, I feel like Sean Payne has missed that relationship, bro. I, I don't feel like it's the money, I feel like it's just more how they value him. And, um, that, it just depends on, you know, what he does when he comes back. Maybe if, um, you know, Payne doesn't drop some plays for him, he'll be like, nah, I'm out of here. Like, fuck you guys, you know? But, I mean, it's very unlikely that somebody trades for him. I, I, don't, I don't see it happening. It could be, though. It's just you never know with, with the trade deadline. We've seen some weird things happen. So, I'm just saying it could be one of those years where I could – Green Bay or a Kansas City. I know they're struggling, but maybe they want to make a move and throw some draft assets at somebody. So yeah. it's gonna be interesting for sure. Um just to wrap all right, so to you know to wrap up this show really, uh, I wanted to, you know, review one more thing um about the deadline, which was a, a, a trade that had already happened, really. We didn't talk much Ertz. about it on the episode is the Zach Ertz trade. Um yeah. that was, you know, that kind of was was not gonna lie, it kind of threw me off just a little bit of on the timing of it. Really, yeah, it came out of nowhere um, for sure. But you know, I wanted to just to talk to everybody out there. Really, what what are your thoughts? Really, is this gonna be a big piece for the Cardinals? Is this gonna take them over the hump? Is this gonna get them to the Super Bowl? You know, really, like, what, what do you think here? So, uh, you, I don't know if you remember, like, when we first started the pod, we had this conversation already. I wanted it's from the Cardinals. Like, I already was calling for it. I either said New England. Pittsburgh and Arizona, and yeah, I really feel like this is what they've been missing on offense. Like running backs, I don't, they're not really worried about running the ball. Like if you want to talk about throwing, they have Hopkins, of course. They have AJ Green. Tight end was always an issue. I know Max Williams has been decent for them before he got hurt, but I mean, yeah, this this is a really good piece for them. AJ Green's health is really gonna be, you know, I feel like he's gonna have a longer season. If he does get hurt, he'll be, he'll be later on. But Ertz is really going to help this team out for sure, I, especially in the first game. I know they played Houston, but to get a touchdown back-to-back weeks with your old team and your new team, like, yeah, that that just shows me what uh, Kingsbury and the company is going to do with this guy. So I feel like it's a good move. It's unfortunate they lose a lot. I just saw that earlier. But, I mean, they're going to be in the playoff conversation for sure this year. Again, yeah. I was wrong about the Cardinals. I'll, I'll admit it, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've been getting shit about it, bro. <laughs> like, I know. I know. They're fucking good, and they're looking, they're looking like they're going to win the division, like you said. So, yeah, I, I mean, can admit, like, they, the Cardinals are looking good. J.D. Wyatt, that injury hurts a lot, but I still feel like with what they got, Hurts is a big piece for this team, for sure. I mean, let's, the Rams are right there, buddy. Rams are oh, right sure. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right behind them. They're just waiting for them to split the game, and, and the Rams will come in yeah. and take it. So, um, my prediction is still on point. Cardinals division winners, uh, Rams Super Bowl, you know, appearance. Um, but, no, back to this trade, Zach Ertz, like you said, you hit it really. Um, this is a big piece. They really were just missing a tight end and a couple of little small pieces here and there. And 
I think this is just another dangerous weapon for Kyler Murray to have to play with. Yeah. And I mean, Zach Ertz was due to leave. I mean, that relationship in Philly was kind of just ending already mutually on both sides. And, and um, for him to just leave and, and, you know, come out strong this past game, um, it's good good sign for things to come. And Zach Ertz is never a bad tight end. Like, he had he, – he was considered being a top tight end with, with Kittle and, and, and Kelsey at some point in yeah. like a couple years ago. So I really don't understand why that kind of fell off a little bit. Um, I, I I don't know, maybe it's just the offensive schemes that he was in with, with um, you know, with you know Carson Wentz and them and, and the whole coaching staff, but uh, with Doug Peterson. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, this this could be something, you know, maybe Zach Ertz, you know, revitalizes his career and, and he becomes a top tight end in this league again where we start discussing about it. So, you know, this is a great spot for him. I'm happy for him. You know, the Cardinals probably got better from this, but. Yeah, I like that trade. I think that's going to be the steal um, of, the, of the season right now. The, is, For sure. Is the first trade. Yeah. So I think this is big, bigger than the Gilmore to Panthers, really. Just because, you know, the Panthers are in a position where they should they go for it, should they not? The Cardinals are going out full on, you know, hey, you know, we're undefeated, let's go for it, you know, fuck it. So, uh, but I did hear the J.J. Watt news um, actually like about an hour or two ago. Um, which yeah. is not good. Um, shout out to Ryan again. He texted me about this an hour or two ago. He said, hey, you know, I really do think this is J.J. Watt's career. I think he's going to retire after this now because uh, he is out, he's out for this season. So, really, um, he was just saying this this could be it for him. So, I mean, just kind of somebody to throw well, out you signed this. a three-year deal. Yeah, but, I mean, he just the injuries are piling up. Deal. I feel like- yeah, I feel like he has one more year in him where he's going to be like, you know what, even if they win or not this year, I'm like, I need to go out there and, you know, do it right. I don't feel like this is it. He's going to want to play the whole season if he can. He's going to try his best. But if he gets hurt next year, yeah, he's done. But I feel like he's going to have one more year where he's going to try to play all year and, you know, grind it out. And You know, uh, I don't think this is his career yet. It's, it's getting close, though, for sure. Getting close. And it's cut it in half completely. So, yeah, hey, bro, I mean, Ryan, hey, listen, we almost set this up. We got busy. Our schedule's didn't align. But, you know, he's he's going to be on here for these football weeks for sure. I'm excited. Yeah. I've, sure. I heard the baseball. He knows he knows the stuff. So, I'm ready, I'm ready to go with him. Like, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to run it. Let's go. Yeah, we, we, we'll bring him on pretty soon. I was, I, was, I was thinking about surprising you tonight, really, and getting him on – um, but you know, I honestly thought we were gonna have him on, so that wouldn't be much of a surprise. Yeah. That's all good. Yeah, we'll I know on. schedules are different, working all that shit, so you know, it'll yes, happen. Sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. I mean, hey, it's uh, football. Yes, football's getting into it. Deadline is here. Football, uh, you know, halfway through the season is just around the corner. So, you know, a lot of juicy stuff going on. Really, even with the bad teams. So, um, you wanna you wanna close this out? Yeah, guys, so make sure to follow our social medias. Spider Sports Inferno. We'll be back soon. We got a basketball pod coming up. So just make sure to tune in. Show some love, five star ratings all around. See y'all later. Stay safe, stay blessed. Peace. Peace.